Well, hello, everybody. It's Dr. Hank, and welcome to the Dr. Hank Show. And you know what we do here every week is we just help uh, real estate professionals and really all people, anybody that can benefit from this. And uh, in particular today, though, we have two rock stars in the real estate industry, and they are Megan Luther. Hey, Megan, and Parnell Quinn. And- Hi, everybody. Hey, both of you, and you guys are superstars. I know that you have set up systems and scripts. In fact, at the end, we're going to give away some of your goodies so that everybody can build their business and have it even better than uh, where it's been before. And uh, so we really appreciate you being on the show today and you helping us. And what I love is your your concept about that this is really a business. And again, this can apply to anybody. A lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs now and being a real estate agent certainly is one area, but uh, a lot of this can apply to anybody wanting to be an entrepreneur or thinking about it. And again, in particular to real estate agents who can uh, benefit from all of Megan's and Parnell's uh, experience. So guys, let's get into it. And uh, uh, why don't we start with um, how would you build a business? And so, so let me uh, let's hear a little about building a business because, in fact, that especially in real estate agents and brokers, uh, it is a business, and sometimes it's not treated like a business. So, what are your thoughts on that and how to build a business? Yeah, absolutely. I love when you open to you talk about real estate professionals because that's a big thing. That's really important to us as well. And Parnell and I, I think, have done things, a lot of things the wrong way. So we've definitely stumbled over and learned the right way at this point in time. So starting a business, I think the most important thing, first and foremost, in addition to like process documentation and being able to replicate yourself, is onboarding and recruiting the right people and figuring out what the right people is for you. So okay. that's been a, a huge hurdle that we had taken on um, from the beginning. Yeah. So, um, you know, with the world that we work in, EXP has this virtual world and uh, yeah. in it, you create an avatar for who you are. However, in reality, you need to create avatars for who you want. What's the, you know, our, our first mistake was, is we hired agents first instead of staff. Then our second mistake was we hired just any agent. And really what we should have done is, Who's the agent we're looking for? We want people that are, you know, one to 10 years in the business doing somewhere between two and 10 deals a year, right? And, right. They, and they want to be full-time agents, but they can't quite make enough money to leave their other part-time jobs. So yeah. that's the the people that we like that um, is a part of our avatar. Yeah. And we kind of backed into figuring out who that right agent is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to figure out first, like, what is our mission? Like, what's our real why for the simple life? And then creating core values and operating with those core values constantly in mind. It's easier for you to find and align new people when you have those foundational uh, pillars already set. Yeah, that, that's great. And that uh, that really goes into, uh, 
know, I have a lot of experience. I was an executive with Procter and Gamble, and and so I have had a lot. Uh, and what you share is, uh, you know, very to understand your vision, to understand those pillars of what those values are, and then really to know who you're looking for. And you're talking about a piece of the business that maybe not everybody really understands that um, over 30 years ago, Keller Williams actually started this concept about uh, instead of Keller Williams having an HR department and paying for all that or whatever, they said, hey, you know, if the agents want to do that instead of paying people, we'll, what we'll do is we pay you part of the commissions. And so Keller Williams really started that extra revenue stream that is maybe different than a lot of agents, you know, may, most agents are, hey, how do I build my business and who, who the consumer is? And so you're coming from a different perspective that um, is really a different, again, revenue stream. And, uh, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I mean, anybody that knows anything knows you really need different streams of income. And there are ways to do that. And, and just to be clear to everybody, it doesn't have to be with EXP. There's a lot of different ways. Uh, for example, I have uh, passive income made about $180,000 last year on mortgages and giving my buyers my mortgage guy and getting legally paid on it. You know, and most yeah. agents don't know about that. So there's a lot. In fact, I would say about um, probably 40% of the agents um, are, if that maybe even more, are uh, not taking advantage of all the wealth uh, that is available to us and the different um, uh, streams of revenue that are there. So I love that part. And again, if you guys want to know more about that and what those pillars are and everything, you know, Megan and Parnell are um, available to, you know, speak with you. And again, we're going to give away some goodies there. And so what other part of the business that, you know, my uh, most of my followers, my audience that are very interested in building the business, and certainly that is one way to be able to um, uh, bless other agents with the opportunity to earn that passive income by inviting other agents. And then they invite agents. And again, it's an old model that's been around for years that it, I kind of get a kick out of when people say, oh, it's multi-level that, uh, well, yeah, you know, really every business is multi-level. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We get paid, you know, the wealth is uh, being shared. And so other thoughts on how would I build a business that would help me actually build my real estate, you know, commissions, if you will. Yeah. Any thoughts about that? Yeah. So um, I've been in the business since I was a small child. Grandpa owned a real estate company. Oh. Dad helped open uh, Remax in the mountains of Colorado. No. So I've been doing this for quite a while. And, and the thing I always see that happens is people always want to add an agent first. And really what you have to do is get to your first breaking point of, I can't do any more work than what I'm doing. Yeah, if you want to hire, and I wouldn't even go with a full time person at first. I'd find a transaction coordinator, and there's some great ones out there. Um, Transact that we use them for a long time; they're great. Yeah, uh, but they, you know, they charge like a couple hundred bucks for each transaction. They keep your transaction straight, and it yeah. takes the pressure off for you. You have somebody reminding you when dates are due. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the 
like we said, we've made a few mistakes and one of our biggest mistakes was hiring agents. So then you're training an agent and you're still trying to be in full production. Well, your production drops off twice as fast because you have to train the agent. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really common thing that we see anyways when people are trying to grow and scale their business, right? Is that it's the, they do an agent before they'll do an admin. I think mm-hmm. another important thing to look at and Parnell, you might need to help me with this, but there's like three columns that you need to put things into. Okay. It's, you know, what's making you the most money? What are your highest producing activities? Mm-hmm. What are the things that you maybe love to do, but they're, they don't have the best ROI. Mm-hmm. And then what are, what's like busy work that you're doing that you should stop doing immediately. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. In to, yeah. Figuring out all of those items, you mm-hmm. know, replicating yourself. Right. Because initially when you start, most real estate agents are entrepreneurs. They're doing this on their own. They're building their own business. They might yeah. be part of a brokerage, you know, whichever model it may be that you figure out works best for you. Yeah. And then writing down what you do on a daily basis mm. is super important. And it seems trivial and it, and it may be, you know, fall into that busy work task that you don't think is that important. But it actually is extremely important because yeah. the more you have written down and you can pass on and explain to people, the faster you can can build and replicate yourself and grow. Yeah, love it, love it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, um, I've uh, called those high payoff activities and low payoff activities, and really most people, and a real easy technique to understand, uh, especially those low payoff activities, is, uh, is to just start writing down, uh, tracking what you're doing in your time, just for a couple days. And, uh, and you'll be amazed that most people are uh, spending 70% of their time in low payoff activities. Yeah. Right. And so, Absolutely. you know, if you can influence that. I don't remember the coach. And, and by the way, one of the best things to do is get a coach. I have yep. four coaches right now, not all yep. in real estate. Some are yep. just business development. Megan's with me on most of those. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the exercises that all four coaches separately talk about is the 15-minute drill. And that's every 15 minutes, you write down what you were doing for that 15 minutes before that. Yeah. And you just have a sheet of paper next to you. Alarm goes off. You write down, I was on the phone. And it could be the same phone call that's an hour. Same phone call for an hour. Right. It's just 15 minute increments. And you do that for a week, four times a year. So you try to do it when you're super busy, you're off time. When you have like December for most people kind of slows down December, January, Um, then your mid months, March, February, somewhere there. And then July and August, you try to hit those three main categories. If you can do four, all the better. Um, But that'll help you track what you really do in a week. And what you do in a week is what you pretty much do every other day of the now that's an excellent, uh, you know, suggestion and recommendation. And, uh, you know, and I would recommend for all of you listening here and watching that uh, to write this down that, you know, it's great to hear good news and Parnell knows and, and, and Megan, you know, they're, they're giving a, this free information to you and it'll help you build your business, but you got to do it. And so the first step is write it down and then actually schedule it and to do that on a quarterly basis. And uh, you'll be amazed on uh, just how much more productive you are, how your business will grow, uh, et cetera. And I love the idea of a coach. Of course, I'm, I'm all also a coach and I'm a mental scientist, so I help whether it's real estate people or kids committing suicide or 
people going through midlife crisis or people that are ill with COVID or whatever, I can help them is our mind literally creates everything that's proven by science. So um, uh, that uh, for sure, yeah, I have uh, five coaches and from around the world and I have like a breathing coach and people go, you know, Dr. Hank, you might be a smart guy, but you know, we all know how to breathe. We got to hit on the button. You know? <laughs> We've been breathing ever since, but there's very important so yeah coach for that yeah absolutely and so you know to be able to uh to breathe and i have a money coach in uh, australia who uh, oh just has helped me with uh really more about how mass consciousness thinks about money and the filthy rich and you know whatever and how to uh be able to change that and i know how to tap into people's subconscious minds so it's been very helpful not only for me but then i can you know use that expertise to you know help other people that is really interesting and very cool i am quite fascinated by the conscious subconscious as well and just how powerful the mind is so oh okay awesome yeah i um i don't know if you know i've written actually 15 books about the different subjects, but uh, one, Your Royal Path to Riches, uh, talks about tapping into the subconscious mind and how to tap into the subconscious mind. And uh, again, everybody, you know, be taking notes on all of this and making sure that, you know, you actually uh, uh, act on this. So we talked a little about on on how to build a business. And I I think I want to get into those values. Can you just uh, talk a little about, uh, before we're going to, again, get into some real meat here on some scripts that we're going to offer you. But um, what... um, uh, when you talk about values and so how, what did that ended up being those pillars that foundation, what did that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So we worked with our coaching group. It's a great group, Cardone Ventures. Um, so they're the business coach aspect of all of this. Oh, okay. And we actually, they always tell us to steal shamelessly. Um, so we aligned ourselves with the core values that they had in place as well for their company. Okay. And those are inspirational transparent, disciplined, aligned, accountable, and results oriented. And why we just went with what they had, one, all of those resonated with us. Like that yeah. it makes perfect sense. We, we were on board with all of them. Additionally, yeah. the, the second part to that is you can hire on all of those different values. You can reward and you can fire. <laughs> so it, it makes it it helps you streamline and streamline and systematize your business just that much more. Yeah, I love that. Can you uh, repeat those again? Inspiration. Yeah. Yep. Inspirational, transparent, uh-huh. disciplined, aligned, accountable, and result oriented. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And each one of us, I think, if we were. Uh, uh, more focused on that and especially like when we're tracking our time to see hey in those areas you know did i perform that way was i interested was my focus on there that it's a a great one so that's the foundation and then the clarity um on what you want and let's uh, direct this towards um uh, your actual commissions and your real estate business our core business that we're all in that um uh, what, what what do we, 
what do you look for there? What is your vision there for the business, that part of the business? At commission specifically or just like the uh, the business, uh, the business as far as not the different streams of revenue, but just, you know, my real estate business and closes and, you know, who am I looking for? What do I want? You yeah. know, what, what is that clarity there? Yeah. So when we bring agents on our expectations, you know, based on different key performance indicators, we want agents to close at least two deals a month. Okay. We've worked our numbers backwards with the splits that we have on our team, that if agents are closing at least two deals a month, they're going to net a hundred thousand per year. Yeah. Right. Likely more than that, but we were conservative in those numbers. And yeah. so we are shooting for right now our, we closed 2021, almost said 2020. We closed 2021 <laughs> at just under 1.7 million. Okay. And so this year we're really striving for that 3 million mark. And as we continue to grow and scale, we know before we can actually start scaling, we're going to hit a couple more breakpoints and stuff. So we're just looking at incremental change whereby we can implement whatever systems, processes, and different people that we need so that we have that really strong and, and broad foundation to build yeah. off of. That's great. Super, super. And, um, and so I, and I like that, that, uh, you know, as far as, Hey, I want to uh, close at least two uh, deals uh, per day. Are there in, uh, per month? Are there any uh, specific um, focus that you have on um, what type of deals and what type of clients? Yes. What we do primarily is when we bring somebody in, we try to see what their center of influence is, see who they hang around, who, they, who do they spend their time with, yeah. Who are their um, core people that they have influence over that, that if they said, hey, I'm a real estate agent, I, they would most likely list their house with them, right? Yeah. Um, so for new agents, especially when they're coming in, if you're one to five years in the business, you should be hitting your center of influence and you should be able to build up to around 150 people uh -huh. as your core center of influence. And you should be able to go around those people year after year and get business from them. And that's wow. the easiest place to start an agent with business. Absolutely. And, you know, I love it that way because, oh, I just I, I, like I'm always uh, looking for the best things to be able to offer my agents and people and um, it, it, that. And, you know, it's not necessarily always a shiny object, if you will, but, you know, I am looking at that, too, but sometimes they are shiny and they're good in the core. But, you know, it's thing it, it, they usually all start out where it's not about the relationship. It's about just getting some lead and somebody you don't know. And I love your strategy because it's really about who you get to know uh, and who you know right now and then who you get to know. And I love this whole idea about, hey, who's your center of influences of people? And then building that to 150. And, um, and just so everybody understands that, you know, each person that you know uh, typically knows altogether about 250 people, but 10 of those people are looking to buy or sell real estate, their home. So now if you have 150, you actually have 100, uh, 1,500 leads in any given time. Right. And so it's a lot of business. That's all you need. And it's done in what I would consider a more intimate way, you know, yeah. where you're really connecting with people and you're wanting to help them. And so I just uh, absolutely love that strategy.
Now, let's get into, and I know you're going to uh, uh, provide some free access to uh, some scripts and some, uh, some uh, different campaigns that you've uh, ran for every, uh, that have been successful. That um, what are um, the, um, like, so if I am uh, talking to the center of influence, if you will, some person that I know. And so everybody right now, just think about, hey, who do you know that you can, you know, contact easily, have a relationship with them and share this with them? And what would I share with them? What, what, what's some good content, if you will, something to get people excited about you, your business and get them into attracting real estate? <laughs> Yeah, you know, everybody always wants to start with the free home evaluation to get the listing, see if the person's yeah. interested in seeing what their house is worth. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of come and gone in my belief of the world. I know people still want to know what their houses are worth. They go to Zillow, they go other places. Yeah. Um, but the information I've found that works with my center of influence best is giving them the actual information about the current market. Why is it such a seller's market? When is it going to become a buyer's market again? What would be the indicators that prices are going to start flattening out or going down, or, you know, or we're going to head into another 2008 crash. Yeah. That's, the, that's the information they're really looking for. Yeah. Uh, as you can see right now, we have very few listings uh, around the country. Uh, we're probably yeah. about a third of what we should be um, for this time of year. And a lot of that's because of fear. People don't, they're afraid if they sell now, they can't find another house. And if right. they sell now, they're going to miss out on another $100,000 in value. That's yeah, when that. you think about it, like Parnell's saying, and especially with your sphere, is it is that little bit more intimate. And you can talk to them about fears, concerns, hopes, and really sharing your expertise. You know, Parnell has been in the industry for over 30 years. I'm just over 15. Like, we do this every day. So we take yeah. for granted maybe some of the metrics and trends and things that we excuse me, that we see. Um, and so when you can talk about that with with your friends, consumers, clients, um, they really do. It's a deeper level of communication. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That That's great. And I love that deeper level. And, you know, it's really, uh, I mean, we're here. Uh, the prize, if you will, is to have joy and, uh, and making those deep connections and, you know, really helping people and feeling good, uh, you know, is just the way. Well, that's beautiful. Is there anything else that uh, you'd like to share with us that uh, you think might be helpful? I always like to just remind agents that this is ultimately a customer service business that we're in, that we're creating. And so actively listening and being able to connect with buyers or sellers, uh, you know, vendors, different contractors, everything within this real estate realm is really important. And, and to just focus on that more so um, than just the transaction. Yeah. People, people feel that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I just was with an agent yesterday and he just kept on talking and talking. And when I would, um, you know, try to give a little guidance that, you know, he was talking right over me and doing it. And, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, this guy's just concerned about what his next words are. And um, and so we all know on how that feels, you know, it doesn't feel good. And really, we just want, you know, people to love us, to listen to us, uh, the L words, if you will, you know, yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. To, uh, uh, to do that. Yeah, that's great. And then, um, uh, so with that, that uh, what, and what 
do you have to share? I, I believe, Par Parnell, you put on uh, a seminar. And could you tell us a little about that seminar that you put on once a month and what it's about? And Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm the designated managing broker for the state of Colorado for the commercial division for EXP. Oh, awesome. So They've asked us to once a week or once a month put on a class of you know how it helps the agents. Yeah. Um, so the class they asked me to do was self-employed to running a business, mm -hmm. and it's about an hour long. And if you want, um, you can message in or find us, and uh, we will get you a guest pass, and you can come watch the whole class if you want to come in. Oh, that would be great. And what is that class on again? The it's, the, a, it's the first Wednesday of every month. Okay. And, uh, Three o'clock our time? Yeah, so three mountain, mountain time. Mountain. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so then that would be four central, you know, those all these times, you know, five Eastern. And, yeah. uh, uh, that it would be on. And what is it on again, the subject, some of the content? Yeah, so the subject of the content is how to take yourself from being self employed. Um, with all your studies, I'm sure you know 80% of most small companies are self employed, and the only employee is the owner. Yeah. Like most real estate agents, they have a business, but they're the only one in it. Yeah. So we take you from that percent of a brand new agent mm -hmm. first day all the way to where you're running a team to where you have an office. And you've, when you have a business is when you can leave for six months and the business grows. Yeah. That's when you know you own a business. Beautiful. At that point, you don't own a business. You have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And your job is yeah. running a business. Yeah, yeah. And a job to me is just overbroke acronym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a lot of ways, not only money wise, but you know, you don't have yeah. the balance in your life and all those things. And how would we get a hold of you in order to tap into that? Uh, uh, um, you can DM me on Facebook. I'm all okay. over Facebook. Um, <laughs> and then okay. we have our Instagram account too. It's the Simple Life Colorado. If you okay. guys link up with us there, you can shoot us a message. And uh, between Evan and myself and Parnell, we'll make sure you guys get an invite to that class. That's even, great. Even if you're not a real estate agent, you just want to see what we do in the world and what it's like. Yeah. Give us yeah. a chance to. And yeah. it's also principles about, you know, business. And if you do yeah. want to become an entrepreneur or whatever, that, uh, you know, that can be helpful. But, you know, definitely uh, directed. So not necessarily commercial, but it's residential as well. Yeah. But it's it's yeah. difficult too. Oh, and, yeah. and, you know, I, I just love your The Simple Life. And um, and you guys really have that as a, as a theme. And one of the, um, one of my... Um, uh, old uh, phrases to help people uh, to attract more money is um, easy money, easy life. In fact, I happen to have it right here where I do three by five card, easy nice. money, easy life. And so that easy, you know, it's simple, you know, yeah. and that really everything can be simple, but uh, it's all what we're telling ourselves. And if yeah. we say it's hard or difficult or complex or whatever, then you're right. You get whatever you think about. You do. Yeah. 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 And we, that's, it's what we focus on, right? So we say yeah. the simple life all day, every day. And really that's the goal. That's what yeah. we embody. You know, yeah. kind, of like, kind of joked about it when we started, but it's like, what do you want this company to be? You know, what do you want to do? And we're like, I just want a simple life. Yeah. Like that's, that's and so awesome. we strive every day to create that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people take simple as dumb and it's not a dumb, it's not dumb. Simple isn't dumb. It's very yeah. hard to be simple. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, well, it's, it's easy to be simple. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. I get yeah. it. 
say so it. So what yeah. we're trying to do is help agents come into the business and simplify what they're doing so they can actually do more and enjoy more yeah. and work less. Um, you know, the goal yeah. is to get, and I was listening to another person's uh, show the other day, uh, Pete Vargas, um, yeah. and he was doing how to take over your 2022, how to crush 2022. And yeah. his thing was, is he's been working for the last four years to take his week down to four days of work and three days of time for himself. Well, you'd think that the fourth, the fifth day would be him playing the sixth and seventh day would be playing. No, that that Friday, the first Friday that he had nothing to do was his day to go back and review what is he doing and how can he make things simpler or easier in the first four days. And so that was his review day to keep yeah. trying to make that a more compressed time frame. And, yeah. and his number one uh, thing is the same that uh, uh, who's the guy that does the Jets? Um, Jesse Itzler. Jesse Itzler. Everything has to be on the calendar. Everything, everything from when you wake up to when you start your exercise to when you make the first phone call has got to be on your calendar. And the more you can stick to your calendar, the easier your day is going to be. Yeah. Well, there's only, yeah. The yeah, more structured you are, the more free time you have. Yeah, that's a good one. I love that. Uh, and I'm, I uh, am a master of time management. And that's one of the reasons why is I write it down. And so, uh, in fact, I'm what some people call really old fashioned is I have, you know, a hard copy, if you yeah. will, you know, uh, uh, time management system. But that way, you know, if it's in the phone, I kind of, you know, but this is, hey, it's right there. I got it listed. I'm taking notes right now and writing it down. And so, you know, it just is the, a way that um, uh, has helped a lot of people. So yeah, put it on a calendar. And if it is electronic, that's fine as long as you're using it and looking at it and, exactly. and you know, following it. That's great. Utilize that accountability, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's good. That, that the time management system's your accountability buddy then. <laughs> that, yeah, you know, to hold to it. And, you know, you ran, you ran or still have a big office of agents that you work with. Yeah. Um, you know, most agents are firefighters. They get a call, they run out the door. They're always a reactionary position. And it's hard to break that habit because yeah. truly service-oriented client agents, they want to go and service the person. They want to go help them out, do the best they can. You know, yeah. Megan and I come from a super small town. Uh, oh. I think it's 1,200 year-round residents in our town oh. visitors. Oh. But when you can't get a hold of somebody, um, we had an agent last weekend, for example, help people move their furniture from one moving truck into another moving truck and then into their house because the movers that showed up didn't dress for the weather and it was minus five degrees outside. Oh my gosh. Right, so that's that's the service end of it, right? Is how far does your service have to go? Yeah. And, you know, and for Misty, it was great. She got an excellent five-star review from the clients. It really sure. boosted her ego. She really, you know, she's one of those timid agents, but it, once she gets over that timidness, she's an excellent agent. So. And what was nice about that is because of how she planned and structured her day, like yeah. that wasn't necessarily a firefighting task. It yeah. was more, I can actually help you. Like I have time yeah. and I'll be here for you. So right. Really right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. The more free time you have, the more free time you're able to serve, if you will. Yeah. And, and right. uh, 
and yeah, not chasing those fires. And, uh, you know, and the question there is, you know, who's managing you, you know, are you managing you or is, are your clients managing you, your business managing you or whatever. And, and so we can all manage it uh, the way and uh, change some of the things we have. So great points. And I appreciate it. Last thing on the scripts that, uh, what do you have there that, uh, you know, and campaigns, any uh, thoughts on what type of scripts do you have that you might be willing to yeah. share with us? Yes. So we have two different, we have, well, two multiple different, different multiple types scripts. of scripts. And we can share all those with you too. We don't have to talk about it in detail. But yeah. One. Okay. But the first script that you need is, and it's a sad way to put it, but I don't have another better way to say it. It's the sure. sift and sort script. Okay. And that is when you first talk to a lead, are you buying zero to 30 days, 30 to 60 days? Are you 90 days out? And are you six months out? Mm-hmm. And the reason you want to sift and sort your client, your new leads, mm-hmm. is you want to work with the people that are 30 days or less, especially as a new agent. Mm-hmm. Then you got to remember how to keep up, and that's where you need a good CRM. You need to be able to keep up with your mm-hmm. 60 days out, 90 days out, six months out, because they may change their time frame without you knowing it. Yeah. So you want to be in contact with a minimum. If they're six months out, you want to contact them at least once a month. Yeah. I'd say every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Anything less than that, you want to be talking to them weekly, even if it's just an update of what's happened in the market. Yeah. If they don't answer the phone, leave a message. Hey, 22 units that you would have been looking at sold or 22 units came on the market, three are under contract, just updating you on the market. So when you're ready, you know what you're looking at. That's great. Yeah. Love it. Another yeah. thing that we've had success with, um, with those follow-up scripts and different things too, is video messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can still just, you know, ask the question, do a portion of the script and it's all via video, especially yeah. we live in a second home market first. So for us, that's been really helpful to put our face actually in front of people and speak to them, even though it's not in person, it's right. a small touch. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And it's a soft touch. And and it's really easy. I mean, most people are very uh, self conscientious about, you know, how they're looking or whatever. And, you know, I tell people, hey, if you have a bad hair day, nobody knows it but you. Stop thinking about it. It's not a big deal. That's great. And then campaigns, uh, just a couple thoughts behind what kind of campaigns successfully you've had that you could share. Yep, absolutely. One of the most successful ones we've had, again, a little bit old school, you could say, but it was a direct mail piece. And so we do a flexible listing commission. Uh, It's something that in the current market, with it being a seller's market, us in particular having a second home market, people don't necessarily have to move Mm -hmm. um, because they need to be in a different school district or, you know, various other reasons. They just want as much money as possible in another place. So by us giving them that flexible commission structure, mm. we captured a lot of higher end home sellers and oh. were able to list and sell their homes. Um, and they their net would have been more than if they had gone a different route. So, Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. And, and, um, and so uh, when you say flexible, can you just tell me a little detail about that? Yeah, you bet. Yeah, sure. sure. So we do zero to seven. Okay. See, how do you sell something for zero, right? That's what everybody always asks. Well, if you're our buyer or seller, I mean, and you list with us and within the first 48 hours, because it happens all the time, first 48 hours, your neighbor, your best friend, your mom says, why are you selling your house? I'll buy it, right? If you don't need us, we step out of the deal. You get to close the house yourself. Awesome. 
Then oh, that, if you did find your own buyer, then you can say, hey, we need help with the contract and negotiation. And we split mm -hmm. that commission up based on what work we do, not like a lawyer would do by the hour, but we'd say, here's a set amount of work that gets done. Here's a set amount of work. And it's, it starts at 2% works its way up to seven and seven. Um, Megan likes to call it the uh, MTV cribs. Those that are <laughs> born before the eighties probably know this. Those just after the eighties probably don't know what MTV <laughs> crib is. But it's funny because a lot of the high-end people, that's what they want. They want the show. They see it on TV. Yeah. So the offerings are different. It's a zero to 7%. And then based on whichever, what, what the client's needs are, we it's like a op menu of options. That's awesome. Figure out what fits best for them and what we can do. And yeah, go from there. So that's great. That's awesome. I love it. Well, that's great. Well, super. And tell us again on how to get a hold of you for the scripts and for the different campaigns. Perfect. Yeah. The best way to get a hold of us is going to be through Instagram. So okay. we are the Simple Life Colorado. And you okay. can just reach out to us through there, direct message us. Um, or like Parnell said, he's got a pretty unique name. Um, so if you Google Parnell Quinn, you should be able to find him on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, okay. We also have a company website that you can fill out a form and reach out to us if that's preferred. That's fantastic. Well, uh, great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Any last comments that you'd like to leave us with? Uh, just we, as you start your business, just know there's several stages of it. There's the creation of the business, getting to your overflow point. That's where you can't keep up with your work and you need help. That's when you want to hire the TC or a staff person. And then you go into your scale, which is you documenting everything you do. So you can start replacing yourself with another salesperson. And you do that for your staff as well, so you can replace the staff with more people. Um, That's fantastic. And just keep your financials in line when you're looking at that so you don't overspend and end up having to go back into sales every day. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Well, Megan and Parnell, we uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for sharing all your wisdom and your help. And uh, we uh, know this, everybody, that you have the power to be, do, and have everything that you want. Thanks again, guys, for being on the show. Love you. And uh, we'll see you next week. All the best. 